Last time I was recording this, I was in San Francisco, and then I had to move down. I'm now currently in LA, and I'm trying to be here for a very long time. Um, and yeah, it's just been wild. You guys know the story. Um, but yeah, it's been strange, because I've actually never lived in LA. I've only visited um, for little bits of time and I feel like I've seen like all of the not not everything but just little touchstones um like I was I do my walks you know my safe distance walks and I saw this man sitting out on a patio um and the sun was kind of setting and it's like this beautiful orange glow and he just looked so great um not like in a creepy way, but he was just like reading a book and I'm like, damn, like that's, that's life. That's the LA life. Like just chilling on your patio in the sun, reading with your sunglasses on. And I'm like, wow, that would make a really beautiful photo or video or something. Um, and then as I was kind of rounding the corner, I see this girl like behind a bush, like their bush um, photographing him. And I just realized like it was a staged image (laughs) that they were doing. Um, it was so dumb. I was like, Oh my God, I am in LA. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was beautiful, but yeah, as soon as I got here, I watched, um, Ingrid goes West, which I've never seen before, but I've always been trying to watch it. So that, um, was a really good LA film to watch. But other than that, um, actually, we had a huge fire in front of our building about like a few days after I moved in. Um, Our power went out and we kept on hearing this buzzing and crackling. And then we we saw we were just hearing like these power lines like exploding, basically. And then this woman across the street was like, oh, my God, there's a fire like some call 911. So me and my roommates, well, one of our roommates was sleeping. So we ended up getting outside safely, but the fire was like right by our front door and this huge like cypress, cypress tree just caught like so quickly and it was spreading to others. So I just like grabbed my bag and my, you know, computer. And I was like, I... I operate well um, in times of panic, I think. But for a minute there, when we just saw like these orange flames, like 
just cycling up into the air. And it was like 90 degrees that day. I really thought like, damn, like I could lose everything that I own. And I don't own much, but the things that I do have, like my vintage clothes and my guitar and stuff, it's like everything to me. So everything is okay. No one was hurt. But <laughs> those were just my two experiences um, so far. So I've been here for um, about two weeks. Uh, so yeah, for this episode, we're going to kind of catch up on media and how, you know, everyone's doing with the pandemic and I don't know, just hang out. So we're going to start with the Smiths, obviously, because that's what I've been listening to because obviously I'm depressed. Um, this is Well, I Wonder. So enjoy.
All right, welcome back. That was The Smiths with Well I Wonder. Super good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so highs and lows, naturally. That's how it's been going. Um, I, the weirdest thing about traveling during the pandemic, which obviously like so many people in different countries can't even leave their house. So I feel fortunate in a way but also like that should be us but whatever um it was crazy because i went down the pacific coast highway which is one of my favorite rides especially when you're going south and yeah a lot of like the pullout viewing areas were blocked off with cones you know like trying to get people to not stay um and some of them were open but the hardest part, which I did think about, was finding a place to just like pee because I had like a seven to like nine hour trip because I was taking these kind of longer routes. And like I found one place actually when I went to Monterey, like no one was wearing masks there. I was kind of shocked. I was like, what are you people doing? And I could hear them talking like, oh, you know, they're making too too much of a deal or whatever like I don't know yeah um but I found like a a restroom that like cyclists use um by this golf course thing and it was disgusting but yeah pandemic things you never think about that and I haven't perfected my squat yet ladies so I will work on it um but yeah, came here, you know, my roommates are dope. I didn't know them before this, so I really lucked out. And I've just been having a lot of conversations with friends. Like a lot of us are just like over Zoom and communicating with people like that because at the end of the day, it's like, what do you talk about? There's nothing, you know, like when you call up your friend after a couple of weeks, like you usually have stories to tell. And like, aside from the fire story, like my well of stories is very um, dry. So, but, but truthfully, it's just like, everyone's kind of like, I don't want to say disbelief like maybe that's the word but everyone we just we don't got shit to say and I don't know it's strange because I know people with full-time jobs and they're still feeling this like heavy weight you know what is the world gonna be like and how are we gonna live and then I have friends who um are without jobs and we've been going through the unemployment process like not hearing a peep and truthfully people are just asking like what are what are you doing like wh what do you do when you're not working what are you going to do if you, and it's like no one can really for sure say and in LA here you know everything's extended um like the lockdown until July which I kind of thought was going to happen um but it really just puts that nail in the coffin and I'm like damn <laughs> so that's kind of been the hardest part for me. It's like, you know, you can take away the restaurants. Um, the beach is hard, but it's like, you know, do what you got to do. Take away those things. But when it comes down to financially, like that's the hardest part for me. Like if I could have um, this like peace of mind that I could be somewhere 
be financially stable and not fear that in a few months from now I might have to like go go somewhere no one knows where um that's the hardest part and I just feel like unemployment is such a huge thing and no one's even really scratching the surface of how terrible that is and how it's going to affect the future of things and I don't know there's so many little tangents of doom and gloom that I can go through but I'm fairly certain that everyone listening has already gone through that so I don't want to burden anybody with that kind of talk but I just want to acknowledge that that's real and real annoying (laughs) I don't know guys um however there's been one good thing that's come out of this experience Derek Cian France is back For those who do not know him, he's one of my favorite directors. He did Blue Valentine and Place Beyond the Pines. And he is like like my cornerstone, like my go-to guy for just feeling things. Um, And he has a miniseries on HBO called I Know This Much Is True. And it stars Mark Ruffalo. So we're one episode in and I'm just like... I don't know, like prayer hands emoji, just thankful that this exists during this time. Um, Because I just love his work. And I guess while I'm at it, um, I'm going to take some questions uh, from Instagram that you guys submitted. So this is Blanket for Adventures. Um, It kind of ties in. Uh, She says, what was the first movie slash music or whatever it might have been that you were exposed to that broke you away from mainstream society from what mainstream society was telling you to like but you recognized within yourself that this is something that you loved or you didn't care if you'd be seen as a weird or different for liking it and you know I like weird shit but actually like Derek C. in France was my first like that and Greg Araki, just my favorite directors because of their movies, um, because of how raw they are, and especially Derek. Like, um, for me, I've always had trouble like accessing emotion because I've just gone through shit and I've had to be like resilient, you know. But Blue Valentine, for example, is about a couple, you know, going through love and going through issues in the relationship and divorce and it's like he's accessed those like uncomfortable moments where it's just emotionally um painful for for people when they interact and for me like I don't even have words like I'll watch his stuff and I'll just like cry or I'll just feel these intense emotions like place me on the pines um you know the desperate nature of a father trying to provide for his son and tainting, you know, a future and this like tainted legacy thing. Like if you guys have seen it, like maybe you're catching my drift, but in the past I wouldn't have been like, Hey, everybody watch this movie because it's like a personal at mention to like me and my life and in different ways. Um, so to answer the question, like Derek Sam France, his movies, just because he, just tears the heart open and for me that made me very 
vulnerable and in turn made me feel more, I don't know, like open to films that hurt me um, and speak truths that people tend to suppress or hide. So yeah, but I'm, I'm really excited for the series. Um, and Mark Ruffalo, he plays twins in it. So at the beginning, I think they shot one character and then they waited six weeks and then Mark put on a bunch of weight to play the brother who's suffering from mental, from mental illness. And it just seems so raw and so good. So and he's just great at showing kind of not middle America because most of his stuff is kind of like New York um, on the outskirts. Um, but just like that deep green um, side of America, 80s, um, kind of rural, you know, interesting personal relationships. And recently I've been in such huge cities that it's hard to kind of reconnect with um, those kind of communities, I guess, or um, ways of life. It's, it's hard to explain. Um, Twisted Twister said, where would you have preferred spending this quarantine at? And I've been thinking about that recently because like this is a dream scenario. Like I don't have access to this, but I really feel like living in the middle of nowhere, maybe back in Minnesota or something like with just a couple roads and a tiny house you know, a small space and, you know, access to lakes and fishing or something like that. Like that just seems kind of clutch at this moment. But, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. And I've, it's strange because I've always strived to come to LA for my career um, to focus more on production stuff. And now, like, with all this shit happening, it's, it's like going to a rope swing, you know, by by the creek and then seeing that half the rope is chopped off, you know, and you can't climb it. So I don't know. That's kind of the vibe. But at the same time, I like being in these places because it makes me remember stuff from home, stuff that isn't as... Um, like conventional here and it you know when you're gone you appreciate the smaller things from from where you're from originally and everything is fine for right now so speaking of home um but I've been listening to the replacements a bit and I just remember in college I went to the University of Minnesota and there was this building called Kaufman Memorial Union, which is where you bought like your overpriced textbooks and whatever. Um, but I remember being like a freshman and I was walking in one of those halls because by my dorm and I saw this photo of the replacements and they, it was a photo of them in the elevator at Kaufman um, in like the 80s, you know, and they were like smoking or roughhousing, whatever. It was just so cool. I'm like, how could 
the replacements be in this exact same elevator as me because like this whatever's happening here is just so like square you know so I found a article on Pitchfork about this concert photographer and he's shot a lot of like local uh, Minneapolis bands like you know Husker Du and Prince and Babes of Toyland and stuff and he did um, one of the album covers for The Replacements. So I'll leave that article down below if anyone's interested in that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I think it's time to transition and play Swinging Party. Enjoy. In the 
All right, that was The Replacements with Swinging Party. Very good, very nostalgic of Minneapolis. Um, So yeah, basically, aside from the crippling anxiety of not knowing financially what will be of my life, um you know like with these stupid walks that i keep talking about it's like it's just an excuse kind of to like wistfully look upon houses and lives that i will probably never have um i mean one day hopefully but yeah i guess the thing that i've been trying to do the most is just keep my gems alive like revisiting um stuff like Derek Stamp Francis work and you know some of my other favorite shows like True Detective um Sharp Objects I've actually I watched Gypsy recent recently um with Natalie Wood which I've never seen um based off of the life of Gypsy Rose Lee who's the who's the um burlesque dancer and it's just yeah I've been going down like weird rabbit holes and I love I've been loving musicals more recently just because like the set design um and decor and everything is just so wild and um they're kind of like little mini installations like each scene um and so I'd recommend that movie uh, in particular, because it's just so like visually stimulating, because that's what I need to like survive. Just something that's beautiful and done well and interesting to look at, and then these these other deeper types of media or music, just to kind of like round out, you know, what I love and keep that near and dear to me, because that's all I have. If um, the world ends or a fire destroys my apartment or whatever, you know, little things like that. Um, yeah, gypsy is so good. Um, my sister gifted me like a free membership on masterclass, which is super dope. Um, and I just want to mention, there's a couple little things I watched. There's like a Natalie Portman, um, class, which talks about acting and stuff, but she said some really interesting things about um, a couple of the movies that she's done, which I love. Um, Vox Lux by Brady Corbet. I love that film. Um, it's like a ride or die, you know, like you're in or you're, you're out. But um, she's talking about how when she's researching that character and there's a scene in the film where she's being interviewed and she's like sucking on this like lozenge and she's talking about how she chose that like she requested that um for her character because like pop stars are so paranoid obviously you know about losing their voice or protecting their voice and so they're always doing these little like habitual things and I thought that was brilliant because when I saw that in the film I'm like damn like why is she <laughs> like this is a choice you know um but it was so perfect and I just love how she brought that and then she's also talking about kind of like happy accidents while filming um when she was doing Jackie which is another amazing film and yeah, there's a scene where she plays 
you know, obviously Jackie Kennedy and she's walking through this cemetery and it's all foggy and stuff. And, um, you know, the costume department put her in these little like kitten heels or whatever. Um, but when they were shooting, the cemetery was kind of soggy. It was, it was wet. And so she's like walking away from the camera. And as she was doing that, her, the back of her heels were like sinking into the ground and it kind of created this like staggered, frantic walking pattern. And it just like totally added to the anxiety um, and haphazardness of that scene. So that, that's just been nice to hear, like little happy accidents. Um, yeah, it's all about the little things. So, um, I wanted to share that. Um, I'm going to jump into a few more questions. Honey Sushi said, how's LA treating you? It's good. It's really cool to see like young people out. Um, obviously like we should be inside, but you know, when I go out, it's with the mask on and people are just exercising, but it's been weird to see kind of glimpses of people, like not their face, but their outfits. And like I say with LA in particular, like if you think you're doing the most, like someone else is doing more. So it's been interesting to kind of see, um, these people kind of show glimpses of who they are, even though we're all so secluded, you know what I mean? Um, Brandy Elise says, I'm moving to the Twin Cities next month. I know nothing. Advice? Um, the Twin Cities is dope. Like, I don't know what it looks like now, but, and if you're going to be able to go outside, but, you know, M Minneapolis and St. Paul has a bunch of lakes. So definitely take the opportunity to exercise safely. Um, they have the Mississippi River, the Minnehaha River. Um, if First Avenue ever opens, go there. It's a concert venue. It's iconic. Um, but yeah, the summertime is the best. And if you can go up north to those like rural areas or Duluth or something, um, it's great. But yeah, it's a good city. People are nice there. Um, yeah, they're very nice. Minnesota nice. And then the last question, Contra says, just been feeling kind of lost lately. Any tips or advice on becoming friends with yourself? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I kind of hesitate nowadays to give advice just because, like, right now, in the present, like, I feel happy and inspired by what I previously just talked about and, like, listening to this music, like, it's the jam it's the spot but there are some days where I wake up and I just feel like shit or you know I have a good morning and then in the afternoon like I just feel really like hard on myself and I feel like that's kind of an ongoing battle you know is becoming friends with yourself or liking yourself or not being self-critical and I think all that you can do is just like 
catch those bad habits when you are kind of nagging at yourself and kind of dissect like why you're you're feeling that way or talking that way like for me it's like the financial stuff like sometimes I'm like damn like what am I doing like I should be doing x and like I don't know you know like there's no reason why I I put myself down like that because I am doing what I am able to do, you know, like I'm preserving my mental health. I'm digging into things that make me happy. You know, I'm working diligently to make sure that I have enough options for my myself in terms of work. Um, and if you do find like maybe you are, you know, feeling depressed to the point where you're not looking for it and that just, you know, makes you unhappy, like depression is a whole fucking can of worms and it's not as simple as like pulling yourself up by the bootstraps you know but if you can do little things like each day like you know build a budget for yourself or um take you know 10 minutes to look at job listings or you know like this is a very specific example but you just have to catch yourself with those negative emotions and try to turn it into something that is productive um and even if you don't get like a successful outcome at least you tried and that usually just kind of puts the negative shit at bay and at the end of the day like I can't help so much with stuff that's going on right now but I can suggest to just like arm yourself not not with weapons but like like a shield you know like all the good shit that you like put that armor up you know because pandemic is hitting hard and there's helicopters <laughs> circling the sky and stuff but if you can kind of preserve your core identity and what you're happy about like I feel like that's that's being a really great friend to yourself you know what I mean and it's obviously easier said than done but trying just like even a little bit is good enough and often when I get so heady and stuff I just I try to go into other people's work or other you know things that inspire me and that usually takes me away from that headspace and kind of gives me a reset and I might have to do that reset a bunch of times a day but at least there's an effort to to try to change things um or change your perspective so I don't know but I think we got it it's gonna be okay you know no one knows the answers but we're just here for the ride and self-preservation and keeping friends you know close is optimal right now so good transition good ending point this is king cruel from his newest album i love this song um this is called alone omen three and yeah it just hits so thanks guys for listening i'll be back in a couple weeks um stay in touch and be well bye Take it deep, feel low, take your time.
Take a ticket, take the train to the end of the line See where you can go, spend it, it's plastic, no do or die Better flip it, think about it, and we'll do just fine Well, these things will come and go You're not alone, 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 you're not al